Yo, what up? This your boy Ken of Stones, aka Coffee Weeston. This your boy DOE, Good Brother Bowl. And we are the Dirty Hills. You already know, man, you tuning in to 1130 Podcast. Not 730, but 1130. Dude, dude, that's my job. Not 730, but 1130. Yeah. And you have been Dirty Hills Approved. Yo, what do you do, everybody? It's your man, Dre, a.k.a. Dre on Wheels. This is episode 71 of the 1130 Podcast Talk Pro Wrestling. Uh, what's goody? How everybody doing out there on this beautiful Friday? Yo, man, I'll I, I just be excited when we make it back here to Friday again for Talk Pro Wrestling, man. What do you do? How everybody, day is gone. Good morning, good night, good afternoon to all my listeners all across the world, wherever you may be at in the States, Germany, Canada, Mexico, uh, DC, you know, DC in the building, wherever you may be at. I appreciate it so, so much, man. Subscribe wherever you listen to me at on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, wherever, man, for real. Hit that subscribe button. And uh, don't forget, you guys, to follow the 1130 Podcast on all social media platforms. But you guys, man, like I said, it's Friday, so you know what that means. It's time for Talk Pro Wrestling. We're going to get into some things this week. This week, you guys, we're going to review some pro wrestling. It's been a lot that went down this past week. We're going to talk about it all, you guys, before we do. Shout out my guest who was on last week, August Artois, you guys. Yes, August Artois, uh, man, uh, independent pro wrestler. Man, he had a lot to say, and a lot of people, uh, you know, had their opinions uh, on him also. But, uh, yo, shout out to August Artois for stopping past here, you know, on the 1130 podcast, Talk Pro Wrestling last week. Um, before we get into the shows, man, shout out to my guy, Warren Marlowe. Yes, shout out to Warren Marlowe, man. I appreciate everything you do, man, and I appreciate the support. Also, shout out to my guys, Kenneth Stones, a.k.a. or A.A. Kofi Winston, and my man, Good Brother Bo, man. Shout out to the Dirty Hills, the 1130 podcast. As always, Dirty Hills approved, man, for real. Shout out to those guys, man. And uh, all, all the wrestling podcasters, man, off the top ropes and everybody, man, for real. Shout out to them all. But you guys, man, like I said, man, we're going to get into a lot of trending things that have been going down this past week in pro wrestling. But we're going to start off, you guys, with the elephant in the room uh, that took place Monday night on Raw, you guys. Monday night on Raw was probably the only uh, interesting thing that took place on Raw this week. We crowned a new WWE champion in the name of Big E. Yes, Big E, another from one African-American, from one black WWE superstar, one black wrestler to another black wrestler. It was just awesome, man. It it really was, though. And uh, I'm not going to just, you know, skip over it and fake like... uh, you know, of, of course, the negative energy was loud, man. It was loud at the end of Raw because um, money in the bank. Everybody knows money in the bank since it's, um, you know, since it came out and the invention of money in the bank uh, in 2005, where Edge won the money in the bank at WrestleMania 21 in LA at Staples Center and had a hell of a run with that. And he, of course, was a heel and everybody... Uh, seems to love the heels as being, you know, money in the bank. The last two previously were baby faces, but it's cool. Nonetheless, um, Edge, of course, cashing in. You know, no, he didn't tell nobody. He didn't, he didn't tell nobody at all. When MB, when Mr. Kennedy wanted the 
prior year and Edge beat him with it because the whole stuff that was going on with Mr. Kennedy, you know, um, you know, money in the bank is kept a secret. And, you know, from when it came out, you cashed in on an opponent on the champion who was damn near, damn near just like uh, he, he was beat to death. You remember when John Cena uh, well, Edge cashed in. The first time Edge cashed in, like John Cena's face was just bloody. Same thing goes with uh, The Undertaker. The Undertaker was tore. He was just going through a, a steel cage match against uh, Batista on SmackDown. So, like, man, either, you know, like, that's normally what happens. The champion gets beat up. He's, he's down. He's out, you know, Dolph Ziggler, one of his famous cash-ins, you know, Alberto Del Rio, you know, he was down and sort of out, but he put up a little bit of fight, but Ziggler won it. Nonetheless, I know I'm going all over the place, but I think you guys get where I'm coming from. If you've been watching WWE for some time, Money in the Bank has kept a secret, you know, but uh, with Raw, man, with Raw being the way it's been lately, <laughs> I said this, some may, you know, see what I'm saying, but I, I just think, WWE, just in general, man, and it's not even just because of Raw lately. WWE is a hoe. Yeah, I'm just gonna say it's a hoe. It's, it's WWE and the superstars, you know, like you know, for what they do on Twitter, you know, like big, you know, obviously they say, yo, Biggie, go on Twitter, man, and announce you're gonna cash in tonight, and you know, you're gonna win the WWE championship off of Bobby. You know, like it would have been more dope. If they would have opened the raw like they did, it would have been great. Obviously, yeah, they wanted people to tune in. It was a rating spike. And then it was up against Monday Night Football, which was a beautiful game. <laughs> My Ravens had it. And then the Las Vegas Raiders, man, they just they pulled that in there, man. Especially at the end, at the end where uh at the end where he thought the Las Vegas Raiders thought they scored and they it was an interception. And the whole game just turned the rap. Man, it was just wild. But nonetheless, it was going up against Monday Night Football. But uh, it would have been so beautiful. You had the championship match. Let that just be the seller right there. You know, Randy Orton uh, versus Bobby, WWE Championship on the line, main event. And once Bobby beat Randy Orton and, you know, retained this championship, uh, Bobby would have got, you know, I'm pretty sure, beat up by Randy Orton or someone, and out come Big E. Nobody would have expected Big E to be here, right? He's a SmackDown. So, I mean, like, yeah. And then for him to come come in and cash in, it would have been beautiful because uh, for the last couple of weeks, he's just been showing up. Obviously, he's on SmackDown, so he's just been on SmackDown kind of like harassing Paul Heyman. So, I mean, it would have been more nice if, you know, it would have happened like that. But nonetheless, man, like, I dig it. You know, like... <laughs> They always, you know, is, you know, trying to put two brothers in the mix and have you choose between one of them. But, uh, man, kudos to Bobby, Bobby Lashley. Shout out to Bobby Lashley. You know, I, I can't wait to see him WWE champion again uh, with Brock Lesnar back right now. And then the draft is coming in in the two weeks. You know, like we, we, when when Bobby was on Raw, my man Bobby was like, yo, man, uh, uh I think MVP was saying something more biggie. Somebody was saying something. I'm not scared of uh, Brock Lesnar. And Bobby was like, yeah, me neither. <laughs> like, he want that smoke. Like, for real. That would be the rap. That would be the be-all end-all right there for Bobby Lashley, man. Give him Brock, man. We want to see that, for real. But, uh, yo, um, other than that, man, I, I, I'm proud of Biggie. 
I'm real proud of Big E. It was an emotional moment. It was very predictable, but uh, it was a very emotional moment. You know, out come the new day uh, with Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods. So shout out, man, to the new day, man. Shout out to the new day. A couple of months ago, even myself was bickering over WWE naming the New Day uh, number one tag team of all time. And I'm like, of all time? I don't know about of all time, but I mean, like, hey, but I mean, you know, the things they accomplished, bro. Like, I mean, the only one ain't been world champion yet is Xavier Woods. And, you know, I mean, I'm going to be honest, you know, you guys, can he become WWE champion? Will he? I mean, it was already inedible, you know, I, I don't think I said that word right, I'm not even going to repeat myself, but, you know, I think it was already out there that Big E, you know, I mean, you looking at him, he's going to become a, a world champion one day, you know, Kofi Kingston, I mean, like, come on, guys. like, man, booyah, booyah, you know, from, you know, SOS, you know, you never thought that moment would come, you know, he just thought, you know, Kofi was just a mid-carder, a great mid-carder, by the way, and just, you know, he made his mark at Royal Rumble, you know, uh, hand doing the handstand, jumping on here, you know, him and John Morrison a little bit. I don't know who started. I think John Morrison, but Kofi kind of like continued it once John left. But nonetheless, like, yeah. So, and then, you know, with rumors, you know, with the Queen and King of the Ring uh, returning and with the Queen of the Ring debuting in WWE, which I would be very excited about that. Um, I know everybody going to hate me for this, Charlotte, you know, she's, she's obviously the number one pick, like, who else, though, but we, we see when that develops, though, but, uh, yeah, obviously, uh, Xavier wants to be in the King of the Ring, that would be something he wants to do, so, shout out to the New Day, shout out to the New Day, they're doing big things, real, real, real big things, other than that, man, like, on Monday Night Raw, wasn't nothing else really exciting, one woman that maybe I would other than Charlotte, though, because she took on her this past Monday night on Raw, and that's Shayna Baszler. Now, and I know Shayna Baszler don't come off as a queen. She come off as badass, ruthless, aggressive. Like, I'm here to, you know, to beat you up, make you smit, make you swift, you know, do all that stuff. And that's cool. I agree with that. It seemed like, man, like, you know, uh, whew, man, mm -mm. it seemed like once she left NXT, it, it, she just been a totally different person. And I mean, the proof is in the pudding, right? From from Keith Lee, from from everybody who ever was in NXT besides big stars, big guys like a a, a, a Bray Wyatt or, or, or Roman Reigns or Seth Rollins, you know, or maybe Big E now, you know, like. But man, for lately, guys with girls who will come up, they just get they just get lost in the shuffle now. Tony Storm now up, where's she been? Now? Like where's like where's she at? You know, they, they brought Chauncey Blackheart up and uh, uh, Tegan Knox up, but cut their last names off, and they not really doing much, but hey, um, I would really love to see Shayna do way more than what she's doing. She's badass. I think she deserves a big push, but you know, hey, everybody got their opinion, I guess, right? <laughs> everybody got their opinion. I'm other than that, man, we're going to move on, you guys, here on Talk Pro Wrestling because we got a lot to get into, man, for real. We got a lot to get into and digest. Speaking of digest, man, it was a lot to digest Tuesday night. 
Tuesday night. Yes, NXT is revamped. It's a new NXT. It's called NXT 2.0. In my opinion, just like Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson going to AEW, I'm not going to stop calling him Daniel Bryan. Yeah, I understand that that was WWE's name for him. And Brian Danielson is his actual name. I get that. But I mean, come on. Like, I'm just going to call him Daniel O'Brien. But uh, NXT, I'm not about to call it NXT 2.0. <laughs> like, you know, uh, I'm just going to call it NXT. I love what they're doing. And it's beautiful, man. Um, when I first saw it, you know, and the whole sketches and stuff, and people was like, "Yo, man, like, hmm, this is this, I, this, this is not my NXT." You know, the whole colors are different and stuff like that. And I'm like, "Yo, like, just give it a chance." Like I said, I think a couple of weeks ago on the podcast, like, man, wrestling at the end of the day, man, is a business. This is a business. You want to evolve? You got to change. You got to switch it up. And they definitely switched it totally up. You know, I didn't recognize until afterwards the black mat was gone. Obviously, the yellow ropes is gone, and obviously different logos and stuff like that. I don't know if they still at the performance center, but if so, I, I just love it the way it looks. It's brightened. It, it it looks some it looks like something cool. It looks like something special. If I was flicking through the channel, and, and that's what WWE that that's what they you know do. You know, they want that casual viewer. They, that's what they want. They want that casual viewer and they want them old fans or whatever. But if I was flicking through the channel and I saw that, I would go stop and be like, hmm, this is nice. You know, this is this is this is really, really nice. It's small, it's a small crowd, but this is nice. The lighting is nice, it's cool, you know, like and with NXT being so gritty and so, you know, like underground, like it's it's the third brand, nobody really knows it, but certain people do. Like WWE as far as Raw and SmackDown, the kids know about that. And I think that's what Vince McMahon, obviously now him taking over NXT, wanna get, you know, some of the kids evolve into NXT or whatever. I, I, I don't know. But nonetheless, man, like my thoughts and reactions of the show, it was it was nice. It was nice. We started out seeing a new talent uh, by the name of Braun Breaker. Uh, we seen him come out. Well, first before he came out, he uh, came up in uh, LA Knight's shot when he was talking about his uh, promo about for later on that night, his championship matchup. Yes, a fatal four-way matchup that would take place for the NXT championship. Yes, the vacant NXT championship. Over the weekend, we had heard that Samoan Joe sustained an injury and that he had to relinquish the NXT championship. When I saw this news, I went crazy. I went crazy because it's, 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 it's like NXT is really like doom right now. I, I, I don't want to say really doom. I take that back. But I think it's cursed. I said it before. You know, I think, no, I said the NXT title was cursed. And I think it is. I think the NXT title is cursed, man. When I think Keith Lee won it, he had to give up the North American title, but then Keith Lee lost it like, what, a couple of weeks later, like Carrion, then Carrion got injured, then he lost it to Adam, so Adam, no, yeah, did he have lost it to Adam? In some way, however that went, or whatever, but man, and now NXT, now Joe is back, and now he's in NXT, and he just won the championship at NXT TakeOver 36 over Carrion, and now he had to relinquish it, and now we see him, to, and now we, uh, now we see Tommaso Ciampa 
win the championship. Obviously, I was going to get into that just a bit. But Tommaso Ciampa is the new NXT champion. You know, so I feel as though, man, yo, that NXT title is cursed. I didn't like how my guy L.A. Knight, man, lost twice. He lost the uh, Braun Breaker. A new guy seems like, uh, the, you know, getting some new fresh faces. And Braun Breaker, he, he, he got something going for him. You know what I mean? Wherever, let's see his personality. You know, see where, where, where that goes and where that takes him. Um, another thing that uh, continued on NXT that has been heating up, heating up for the last couple of weeks, I'm digging everything that Hit Row and Legato Del Fantasma, the whole group, I'm loving what they're doing. They brought in a new woman. I can't think of her name right now, but to go up against B-Fab, like when B-Fab came in there and defended and, and you know, took up for her boys and all of them, swerved all of them. Like, come on, we're like, and then she won her match this week on NXT. That was off the chain, man. That was off the chain. I'm loving what Hit Row is doing. Hit Row, yeah, for real. Um, another thing that was interesting on NXT, man, 2.0, uh, Carmelo. Yes, Carmelo, he won the breakout uh, superstar of the year um, contract. You're going to face any champion of his choice. Well, this past week on NXT 2.0, on Tuesday, he brought out a friend, a buddy of his, a buddy of his, Name Trick. Trick looked very familiar, though. Very, very familiar. Um, but nonetheless, Trick is supposedly, I guess, boosting up Carmelo, you know, telling the man, yo, you, you know, uh, switch it up, man. You know, you you got way more intensity in, you know, be a bad guy, I guess. And, um, yo, they did their thing, man. And I guess it seems, though, that uh, Carmelo is going to use his contract right there to go after the tag team championships. So Carmelo Hayes and Trick going after MSK. Real soon, maybe so. Who knows, man? We're gonna see. We're gonna see. Um, another another thing, man, uh, was exciting. The Creed brothers, the Creed brothers, yo, they got something going. I, I, I'm I'm digging them. I'm really digging the Creed brothers. Uh Bon Wagner. Uh, he was a guy who was who replaced Kyle O'Reilly. When Kyle O'Reilly at the beginning of the show, when he was doing his part of you know, convincing the WWE NXT audience uh that he was gonna win the championship. You could tell through his eyes and his face expression, he didn't believe it. He felt that, you know, obviously they told him. And then he got taken out, you know, by Pete Dunne and them. So it was like, yo, like he, he was just, he was through with it. Like, I'm not going to be evolving tonight. Like he was just, he was over it. Uh, but yeah, Tommaso Ciampa, new NXT champion. And right after that, you guys, we seen a wedding on NXT. Uh, Index, Dexter and Indy Hartwell got married. I loved it. Uh, 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 Beth Phoenix was on standby. Everything just went well. I love it, man. Like <laughs> Dexter had to act like, man, don't play with me. And then he said something for the first time. I was, I, I was like, yo, he going to say something. And then it was like, yo, uh, when Indy said, yes, I do. And Dexter gave him a thumbs up, you know, it was like, oh man, I thought he was going to say something. Everybody was like, shh, for real, shh. And then he actually said something. So that was dope, man. NXT was pretty cool, man. But, uh, Yo, I said right after this, <laughs> I got to get out of some of these wrestling groups, man, because I, I, at times, at times, especially with Raw, I could be a little, little like bashing, you know, Raw and just started just enjoying it because, man, it's wrestling. Like, let's love wrestling. And what a time to love wrestling. But I got to get out of some of these groups, man, because some of these guys are real negative. You cannot please them, though. You cannot please them. Uh, back to like uh, with Big E. 
winning the WWE Championship. Everybody wanted Big E to cash in. Everybody wanted Big E to cash in on Bobby, though, at SummerSlam. But he cashes in on what? what he obviously, you know, he announced it. That's why, you know, but some people was like, yo, he cashed in on a hurt Bobby Lashley, though. Like, what? Like, what? Man, come on. Majority of the people be hurt. No, I don't want to do like a John Cena or no. I'm cashing this in next week. I'll see you there. No, bro. No, no. That's not what it's about, bro. That's not what it's about. And a lot of people don't like money in the bank. You know, it's not, you know, really a match. And usually, you know, you don't really see a lot of match full matches with money in the bank because the cha- the champion be you know gone through whatever they don't gone through that match or whatever. But yo man, like you can't please them all. <laughs> you cannot please them all, man. For real. But you guys, man, we gonna move on. You guys here on the podcast. Um, the next night, you guys, Wednesday night, this past Wednesday, AEW was live in Newark, New Jersey. It was an awesome show, man. I love him with AEW doing. I can't wait for their show next week. We definitely want to be doing that, that one next week when they at the Arthur Ashe, you know, big stadium in Queens. So, uh, man, that's going to be huge. That's going to be huge. But uh, Adam Cole... Baby, yeah, I could still say that, man. He's in AEW. He made his debut against uh, uh, Frankie Kazarian, which was an opening matchup. It was a dope matchup to open up the show. Let me get it right. I'm mean, always exciting. And also, you guys have seen MJF. Man, oh man, give this guy a stick every week, man, and, and just let him go. Man. Just let him go. Just let him go. He beautiful. He beautiful on the mic, man. For real, <laughs> that's a hill for you, man. That's a hill for you. When this graphic came up and it was like MJF next area, boom, boom. You got the commentaries up there. Oh, you got Jim Rawls backstage with um with Brian Pillman Jr. Like, you got to whip his ass. You know, you got the commentaries like, bro, you got to whip his ass, bro. And that's how it was back in the days. That's how it was. You know, when you were a heel and you were hated so much, bro, everybody, man, from the commentary team, from the referees, they want you see, they want you, they want to see you get your ass put. Put it like that, man. So, yo, I'm digging with MJF doing, man. Speaking of, and I'm loving his heel work. Speaking of his heel heels and stuff like that, Dan Lambert, I'm not too familiar on him, his background. I know he's in the UFC world and, and stuff like that. Bring him on every week. <laughs> Bring him on every week because he is speaking facts, man. He's speaking so many facts. If you can read between the lines, he's not actually saying it, but if you read, I'm not going to say it. If you can read between the lines, if you see it, you, you oh, hear it, you will hear it, man. But uh, Dan Lambert, I love him what he was doing. The second one was pretty dope, man. He said, turn that shit off. And the turn that shit off, they don't even know the words. Me and my guy Warren Marlowe was talking about it a couple of weeks ago and was like, yo, man, like, uh, I don't even know all the damn words to the song. You know, I'd be like, you is in my mind. You know, like, I mean, I mean, I mean like, yeah, yeah, that's about it. But, you know, like, hey, they picked that joint up right up and they kept it going. They kept that ball rolling, though. But uh, yeah, man, I'm, I'm loving uh, what, what they're doing right there, man. I'm really loving what they're doing. Uh, CM Punk, man. CM Punk. Has it worn off yet? Has it worn off yet? I don't think it worn off yet. It's still surprising. It really is. Obviously, they, you know, he's, he's getting older. Um, 
they don't want to work with him a lot, but uh, he's going to be having a match next Friday on Rampage. So uh, that's going to be uh, dope. I think he's going to be taking on Will Hobbs, Powerhouse Hobbs. So uh, that's going to be cool. He got attacked by Powerhouse Hobbs this past Wednesday on Dynamite. So, uh, and they was trying to put him through a table. <laughs> I guess that didn't prevail, but uh, they did what they want to do a little bit, roughing them up. But, uh, hey, man, I'm excited, man. I'm excited. Every week is the CCM Punk back is, is, is wow. Wow. Yeah, man. CM Punk, he's back, man. Yo, man, speaking of AEW, tonight we got AEW Rampage, you guys. It is going down. The AEW tag team titles are going to be on the line. The Lucha Bros are going to take on the Butcher and the Blade. We're going to have Anna J taking on the Bunny and Miro. This is going to be a funny one right here. Yo, Fragro the Soul has been on the podcast before go check it out you guys check out the previous episode but uh yo Frigo, you got the car like sammy helped you out that's your bro you gonna put your car on the line you gonna put your car bro like hey hey if that works it works he said i'm gonna take your car and i'm gonna crush you you know redeemer man i i dig it though but uh mero taking on the Frigo del soul uh, for the TNT Championship. We're going to see that go down tonight, you guys. Tonight. But before we get to tonight, last night, Impact Wrestling went down. Huge 10-man tag team matchup. What was dope. I loved every bit of it. Man, for real. But one thing I'm really loving, you guys, the ballot by design. Um, what uh, Rhino, what Rhino is doing right now, the whole skits they're doing backstage with him. You know, and Eric Young, I, I, I'm digging it, man. I, I'm really loving it. I, I'm, you know, because I've been out of Impact Wrestling for some time, man. And it was last year when it really caught a whole lot of buzz and a whole lot of stuff been happening. And I was like, yo, man, I got to tune in. I got to check it out. What's going on, you know? So, um, yeah, and I've been, I've been keeping up. And I've been, you know, uh, seeing what they're doing with Chris Bay joining the Bullet Club. With uh yo uh David Finley gotta be one of my favorite new superstars right now. Joey's got an attitude. <laughs> I love his theme song, man. For real. Like I love it what he doing. W Morrissey, aka Big Cass. Um, obviously, you know, he's doing big things with uh uh Moose. I would love to see Moose, man, you know, get up to that level. You know, obviously he's working there, he was in Ring of Honor, now he's an impact. So in about five years, I can see him going to either Ben. I can see in five years, I can see him being in either AEW or WWE, but more so WWE. But uh, other than that, you guys, tomorrow night, we got Victory Road, you guys. Yes, Victory Road. We got Ace Austin, you guys, going up against Christian Cage for the Impact World Championship. That's going to be a matchup right there. We got Bullet Club going up against Finn Juice. And we got the Knockout Tag Team Championships is going to be on the line. More matches, man, is going to be coming up. So I'm excited, man. I'm excited for this uh, coming weekend, man, and everything. For real. Uh, but tonight, you guys, before we head on out of here, yo, SmackDown is going down. Obviously, last night, well, excuse me, not last night, but last week to end SmackDown, we seen the Demon then Balor show up, and yo, he's ready. He want the smoke, man. He want the smoke with Finn Balor, but I'm sorry, Finn Balor, Demon Finn Balor, 
you, you're going to get laid down. Tribal Chief ain't rocking like that, man. Tribal Chief is not rocking like that at all, man, for real. But uh, last week, we seen the Tribal Chief in Madison Square Garden. You know, well, we seen Madison Square Garden acknowledge the Tribal Chief, and which was awesome. And now comes Brock Lesnar, man. He's looking like a beast, which he is a beast, coming out there. And yo, like, for real, like, he say, Paul Heyman, why you ain't tell him, man? Why you ain't tell him I was at SummerSlam? For real, like, I loving this whole story right now. Anything got to do with Roman Reigns, it seemed like, yo, we're going to tell some story here. We're going to have them invested. And, I, and I, I'm loving it, man, especially with Brock is more, obviously, with John. John was a return, you know, thing. But Brock Lesnar, man, this is this is actually story story because Paul Heyman is with Roman now, who Paul Heyman used to be with Brock. And Brock is saying that Paul Heyman knew that he was at SummerSlam. You know, and what it was a couple of weeks ago, Brock Lesnar calling Paul Heyman and his ringtone is Brock Lesnar theme song. Like, come on. Like, it's so, it, <laughs> I'm digging it, man. I'm digging it. I can't wait to smack down tonight, man, for real. Um, another thing that took place, uh, another thing that took place, you guys, Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair had the contract signing. They made it official. So Extreme Rules, they're going down the SmackDown Women's Championship it's going to be on the line. Becky came out there, man, with the drip drip. For real. She seen Seth, you know, on TV for too long. Like, hold on, wait a minute. I got to come up there with my drip, too. He ain't about to be dripping, dripping too hard. For real. But, uh, yeah, um, awesome, man. For real. Really, really awesome. Becky saying, hold on, wait a minute. Yo, I left my daughter at home, and that's how they're going to do me? All right, fine. Fine. I'm going to whoop this hoe. For real. Bianca, I understand you lost your title. I love you, Bianca. Just stop smiling. And you know, yes, smile and yes, so the world can see you. But I think you should, you should, you should turn it up a notch. This is the man now. This is Becky Lynch. She took the title in less than a, a half a, a half a minute. So it's like you should stop smiling and let's get to let's get it on though. But I don't know. I don't know. Speaking of women superstars, man, last week it was uh work that went around, man. It was real sad, obviously, uh, going into the 9-11, the 20th anniversary of the 9-11 tax, 9-11 attack, excuse me. Um, but yeah, I was only 11, 10 years old, 10 years old. In November, I would have been 11, but 10 years old when that happened, man. In school, they hear so many different people, point of views and where they were at and stuff and how old they were, man. It's, it's so... It's so wild, so wild. But yeah, Zelina Vega, man, her father uh, was, you know, affected, you know, about the 9-11 attacks and stuff like that. And she wore gear to, you know, remember him and stuff like that. You know, and uh, WWE, fashion WWE, said, hey, Zelina, you know, we ran out of time or we don't have that much time, so your match was cut. So, you know, like, I don't understand that. How... She get her match cut, you know. How, how, how does she get her match cut? I think if anything, Edge and Seth Rollins' match was so good it went a little longer. I believe that's literally what happened, you know. That's exactly what happened. And but you know, the whole night you bringing in people from charities and everything from the 9/11, you know, the families, everybody from you know first responders and. One of your superstars said, you know, she lost her dad in 9-11. And you take her out of TV? Man, oh, man. Like, it's hard. Like, that's why a lot of uh, other people don't understand it. It's, like I said, early in the show, it's a business and shit happens. Shit happens. Bro. Come on. That's 
that 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 was that was just like I don't know. I don't know. But like I said, I made rough some feathers here. I think that was just a slap in the face. You open up the show with the 9-11. And if any other superstar was not affected or didn't have or didn't lose no one to that, besides Zelina, she should have been front row. She should have been the first superstar out there to have a matchup. The first. But no. But uh, hey. Like I said, you know, Seth Rollins' edge was dope. Seth Rollins got the victory over edge. Curve stopped him, so I guess we ain't going to see edge for some time. Maybe, I don't know, but maybe some Survivor Series or maybe just Royal Rumble. But, uh, yeah, and to close out the show, the Street Profits and the Usos, Roman saw fit to interfere. He thought the Usos didn't have that right there. And, you know, like I said, Demon Finn Balor came out to uh, go face-to-face with uh with uh, Roman Reigns and everybody. So it's going to be interesting where they goes with Demon, Finn Balor, and everything, man. So I'm excited for everything. I'm, I'm really in. It's been an awesome show, you guys, to review some pro wrestling. A lot of things going on. Victory Road tomorrow night. Uh, Big E is the new WWE champion. Man, what a time to be a wrestling fan. For real. And then next week, you guys, like I said, next week is going down with AEW. Uh, Kenny Omega and uh, Brian, Brian Danielson is going to go one-on-one on Dynamite at a huge stadium, big event, man. Uh, we went America Black versus Cody. Uh, Ruby, Ruby uh, Soho taking on uh, Britt Baker. Sting and Darby Island going to take on FTR. Yo, man, it's, it's going to be off the chain, man. I cannot wait. For real, I cannot wait for it. So... You know, and then uh, Rampage is going to be two hours next week. Um, so, hey, what a time to be a wrestling fan. You know, what a time to be a wrestling fan. You know, and shout out to the uh, new Ring of Honor Women's Champion, you know. So, man, awesome, awesome, awesome. It's been an awesome show, you guys. Man, yo, I hope you guys enjoy your Friday. I hope your Friday stay lit or whatever your day you decided to tune in to listen here on Talk Pro Wrestling. Uh, man, it's been a great when you guys got another independent pro wrestler coming through, stopping past here on the 1130 podcast next week, you guys. So, so tune in, man, so you can enjoy the show. It's going to be awesome. Yo, man, I hope everybody stay blessed and stay safe out there. Before I go, you guys, don't forget to follow the 1130 podcast on all social media platforms. Follow the 1130 podcast on Instagram and Twitter, you guys, and like the 1130 podcast on Facebook. If you'd like to be a guest here on the podcast, email me. That's the1130podcast at gmail.com or just DM me on social media so we can work, you guys. For real, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. Hope you guys have a great weekend. See you guys next week and next time here on the show. For real, sure. Shaman Dre, a.k.a. Dre on wheels. And I'm out.